see you. I saw Destiny, good to see you again. I saw Dan, good to see you again. Uh, Bishop, for the past two weeks now, we've not been able to see you. Good to see you again. Uh, it, <laughs> it is well that the Lord are giving you uh, speedy, <laughs> speedy recordly. Uh, uh, that the failure, good to see you, you too, you have been, uh, you've been away for a while now, equally, and uh, we're happy to see you this morning, welcome again from our midst, uh, uh, Pastor Clever, good to see you, Pastor, Pastor, uh, Pastor Israel, good to see you. Pastor, at times Kennedy or Kennedy, you know my mouth now. <laughs> Pastor Kennedy, right? Good to see you. Pastor Modestus, good to see you. Stylist, <laughs> uh, uh, good to see you. Uh, Pastor Moti. Good to see you. Pastor Fumi, good to see you. And my sister, good to see you. Praise God. Pastor, ah, uh, I sat now to talk. <laughs> As a day, good to see you. Good to see you. Hallelujah. And it's good to be very young all the time, you know. Hallelujah. I want to appreciate everyone for coming. We're trusting the Lord again today to enable us to journey in the thoughts of his heart uh, for this meeting today. Uh, we've been, by the grace of God, I was blessed last week for those, um, you know, I was saying if we have all stayed back last week, those um, uh, uh, thoughts that came, I was blessed from uh, what Pastor Uche said, what uh, uh, Pastor Destiny said, what... Uh, Pastor Victor always went around to what he said, you know, last week. I mean, no, that's a pastor, uh, prophet who spoke last week. Hallelujah. You know, but uh, we all, you know, blessed one another with, you know, the insights and understanding that God gave to us through his word last week. And I'm talking the Lord uh, again this morning to see that um, uh, we are able to navigate a path of truth, the part of life this morning again. Uh, one of the scriptures the Lord has been, you know, putting my spirit from last year into this year, you know, that's in that sense, Psalm 16, that will show me the part of life, you know, in your presence there is fullness of joy. At your right hand are pleasures forevermore. You see, I can't, I can't arrive at the presence of God I can't come before God, meaning I can't come to the uh, most holy place without discovering the path to the most holy place. So one of the things that revelational knowledge just to us is to enable us to see the paths of God, the paths of life, so that at the end of the day, that path leads us before the presence of God, where we can see him as he is, where we can see him face to face. And that has been... Uh, a cry in my heart, in my spirit, you know, that um, God will unveil his path to 
life, the processes I need to go through, and I eventually will arrive me at the face of Yahweh, at the face of God, at the presence of God. Hallelujah. So last week we uh, began to look at a uh, few thoughts concerning the gospel of the kingdom. Um, we say that in Matthew chapter 24, I think verse 12, said this gospel of the kingdom will be preached in all the world for a weakness. Then the end will come. Meaning that there won't be end, the end of the age if this gospel is not being preached. And my understanding of the gospel being preached for a weakness is that how that the word we are hearing is bringing forth fruit, is bearing fruit. How that we are beginning to live not just by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. How that I am truly, truly a witness of the life of God that has been revealed to me via God's word. So otherwise, if I am not witnessing with my life, not just the proclaiming or preaching or teaching of him, but that my daily living, my lifestyle, is witnessing the Lord. That is how I will end this age. Now, it is the appearance of certain people on the earth that will cause the oppression, this present cosmos to go away, to pass away. Why? Because certain men has arisen from the earth. Certain men has been brought forth on the earth. By the reason of their appearance in the earth, certain things will cease to walk. Certain things will cease to move. Other things will cease to exist. Why? Because this man has been, they've been able to bring forth the life, the glory of God. So, but if I do not make emphasis on the gospel of a kingdom, this life that will end this age will not be bettered. I will not come into it. I will not grow into it. I will not become it. And my not becoming it, it will not allow the age to end. Hallelujah. In 1 Corinthians chapter 2, one thing that Paul says, I just want to reiterate on what we did last week. Then if I have every cause to uh, go forward again, I'll do that. Uh, 
in First Corinthians chapter two, we saw that. Uh, can you please shoot First Corinthians chapter two for me? Okay. First Corinthians two. Verse one, and I, and I, brethren, when I came to you, do not come with to come with excellency of speech, of wisdom, declaring to you the testimony of God. For I determined not to know anything among you except Jesus Christ and Him crucified. For I determined not to know anything among you except Jesus. Christ and in crucified. So that means the gospel of the kingdom, what it portrays to us is the man Christ, right? And and what? And in crucified. So that means anytime I am portraying the picture of Christ. What the people should be seeing is how that they will do what? Lose their life. Paul says, I do not want to know anything among you but Christ and him crucified. How that any time I preach the gospel of the kingdom, men is seeing, men is looking at how they will decrease. For God to increase in them. Anything that allowed humanity to increase is not the gospel of the kingdom. So the gospel of the kingdom is supposed to allow, is supposed to see that flesh, death, decreases in the man, then God increases in that man. So, In Galatians chapter 3, we read last week, Paul began to talk, talk, talk to the Galatian church. He said, Oh foolish Galatia, who has bewitched you, right? What is that bewitchment? Another thing has been revealed to them. It's different from what Paul as revealed as is, in the, as is in the gospel of the kingdom. So Paul here is saying, there are things you suffered, like I chapter 3 now, there are things you suffered. Why? Because the, each time the gospel of the kingdom is portrayed, it's showing you the things you are holding that are dear to you. You are supposed to be losing. You're supposed to be giving up. So they say, did you suffer those things in vain? Either the gospel of the kingdom is preached or is declared. What is showing to me is what area of me needs to be crucified. How that I must live a crucified life 
The reason for the gospel of the kingdom is this. I may be wrong. This, this is my understanding. Is this. Please, are we together? Is this. You know, Proverbs says there's a way that seems right to a man. Right? So and that way, men love that way. Men love that way so much. So the essence of the gospel is to reveal to us that way that we love. There are ways of death. They are not the way that will lead us to life. And one of the emphasis we gave last week was that until my eyes of understanding and lighting, uh, uh, Pastor Destiny you know, gave that instant last week. Until my eyes of understanding and lighting, meaning if you are showing me something, that these things of the Bible is of great value. Right? Amen. And the Bible is the Bible is of great value. And you want me to drop something that I think in my understanding. I think that this thing is more of more value than the Bible. Now, if my eyes of understanding is not enlightening, I won't go for this. I will drop this and go for what I think is of more value to me. Why? Because I am unveiled. I can't see. So why we must always pray, every one of us, including that those God brought around us, is that the eyes of our understanding must be what? And light must be opened. There is no other gospel that can turn man from the Acts chapter 26. Talk about his commission there. It turned turn men from darkness to light and from the power of Satan unto God. You know, to, to do that, it takes the gospel of the, the kingdom to achieve that. You know, to, to turn men from the power of darkness to God, eh? there is a gospel. I can achieve that. It's not deliverance, though. It's the gospel. It's called the gospel of the kingdom. No, what are you talking? The power of Satan. The power of Satan is not. Um, the power of Satan is um, the, in the things we love. Those things that you and I love are the power of strength. They are the stronghold now. Second Corinthians chapter 10. Casting down the imagination, right? Bringing every thought to the what? To the obedience of Christ. Those are the stronghold. Are you seeing that? Those are the stronghold. Those are the, the things in our mind. These are the things we love. They are the power of Satan that will not allow a man to throw all that and follow the Lord. So you see that anytime the gospel of the kingdom, Second Corinthians chapter 4, we have this to say, that uh, Satan has blinded 
in whom the God of this world has blinded the what? Their heart, right? What did they use to blind their hearts? So that the glorious gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ will not, do what? Will not shine in their hearts. Because if the if they glorious gospel of the Lord shines in their what happened? The thing that men place value on, they will drop it. The things I love more than the Lord, right? If light did not shine on my heart or understanding did not come, I can't leave that thing and pursue God. So, and what is blocking the light from coming to my heart, for me receiving and understanding, are the things that I love. They are hindering understanding. Example of the uh, rich young ruler is um, who made the Lord and said, What shall I do to inherit what? Internal life, right? And uh, the Lord told him, Keep the law. And then he said, Yes, I've been able to do what? I will be able to keep it from my youth. Then the Lord uh, no, applauded him, encouraged him, and so on. Then I said, but you still lack one thing. And the thing you lack is that that to go and sell all you have and give to the poor. Then you come back, take up your cross. Are you seeing that? We are calling that each time, each time the gospel of the kingdom is preached. One of the things that that gospel is pointing us is, is what? A crucified life. A life of crucifixion. It's showing you the cross. It's showing you things you must lay down at the cross. So that man, because his eyes of what? is not enlightened. It's true. You know, Matthew 13, Bible says, because he had great position, he went away sorrowful. He was not happy. Say, ha! Ah! Because those things were of value to him than inheriting eternal life. So he went away. But there was a man in uh, Matthew 13 who went for a search of a treasure, right? That is still eternal life, right? Are we together? Treasure. Now, is it? That's what I was thinking. Hold on, right. Am I right? <laughs> that treasure is our life. That life is a, is a treasure. That's why it's not kept in any other place, just kept in our spirit. That's what I talk about that the kingdom is within you. So you see. That man went in sight of that life. And the day he finds it, I would say he went back and sold all he has. Because anytime you are looking for that life, anytime the gospel is being preached, Pastor Moses, why are you smiling? 
Anytime the gospel of the kingdom is being preached, right? Are we together? Yes. It's showing you how to lose all things so you can win Christ. So if I am teaching the gospel of the kingdom, it's not showing me how to lose all things. When I say all things, I don't mean lose your car. Lose your house. Lose the ministry. That's what I'm talking about here. I'm talking about the things that you love. Uh, no. I, I, I want to put it in a very general thing. Is that I'm not about losing your car. Giving up your car. Some people have said the Lord is coming, right? And they, they don't go to school. They are suffering it today. Yeah, they are suffering it today because they gave up opportunity they had they gave it up because they thought the Lord will come the next morning. I know that God, God can't come for a church that is not ready. Right? Is it not so? So I will read the right gospel of the kingdom with the gospel of Christ to prepare us for his coming. Because it is when we are ready that he will come. So all that we're doing is a preparation to be ready for his coming. So that man went and sold all he has. Matthew 13, verse 44 and 45. Sold all he has. And he came and bought that land and took that treasure. That is the demand of God for us. If this age must end, right? There are things to sell. There are things to sell. Do you hear Matthew, Matthew chapter 6? We say, uh, Matthew, Matthew, Matthew 6. Luke 11. Sorry, Luke 12. Luke 12, verse 33. Okay, from verse, if you read from verse 30 for 29, he said, And do not seek what you should eat or what you should drink, nor have an, an anxious mind. For all these things the nations of the world seek after, and your father knoweth that you need these things. But seek the kingdom of God. And all these things shall be added to you. Do not fear, little flock, or this is the Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. Sell what you have. Give hands. Provide yourself money bags which do not grow old. A treasure in the heavens that does not fall, 
which no, okay, fail rather, sorry, which, where no thief, thief approaches, nor moth doth destroy. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. This is a conclusion of the woman that I've been saying. Uh, what I'm trying to bring out from this scripture is this. Uh, the Lord is showing us a treasure. And the treasure is himself, the very life of God. Right? And for me to receive this treasure, inherit this treasure, there is something I must sell. Now, if I do not sell it, I can't have treasure in heaven. Right? I can't inherit the life of God. So for me to inherit God's life, there are things I must sell. So those things that are my love, I can't do without. I can't, you know, I can't, you can't reign with Christ, with flesh, intact, right? Is it not so? So is the reign of Christ will be men who are who have no guy. Those men who are who arrive in the mountain, I would say they are men without God who knew who are virgins, right? It means there is no record of what? Of sin, right? Those are men who will rule with Christ. So how do I arrive there? There are things I must sell. My those things I'm selling is how I live a crucified life. Hallelujah. Amen. So, where a man's treasure is, that is where his heart would be also. What do I treasure in my heart? Whatever I treasure in my heart is where my heart would be. So if my heart is not treasuring the Lord, right? The Lord will want me to sell that thing I treasure so that I can fully receive him. The gospel of the kingdom is not to keep your treasure. It's to take away your treasure from you so that you can receive his treasure. But if I am keeping my treasure, I am still hearing the gospel of the kingdom. They have to check, is it truly the gospel of the kingdom? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Um, good morning. <laughs> oh, afternoon. It's afternoon now. Um, I want to thank you guys. Uh, if she were blue, 
Would you change your shirt from white? <laughs> You're not talking. You're shaking your head. If you change to blue, okay. <laughs> I want to thank every single one of us um, for being committed and faithful to the cause. I had to take a quick dash to attend to some family issues, so I wasn't around for a while. And when I came back, there was so much on the ground I had to attend to also. And then the election issue came in. So bear with me for not... Uh, for being absent for this, uh, all this while. Father, we thank you. We commit everything into your hands. We ask for your wisdom and skill of the Spirit. Thank you, Lord God. Hallelujah. Um, I'm not going to talk much because I, I, I've not been following what's been going on. That's my other confession because I've been so engaged. So I'm just going to repeat what he said. He insisted that I must come here. So that's why I'm here. Hallelujah. Well, I'll start from the book of Galatians. I want to start from there because of the fact that every single one of us are different. And it's God has made us different. And uh, every single one of us have a mind of his own. So every single one of us have a right to present himself in whichever way he would want to. But the Bible also tells us that we should all have the mind of Christ. So which means that every single one of us is supposed to glide to Am I correct, please? I'm going to be asking questions. Yeah. So, the question now is, so why did he give us a will? Why did he give us the power of choice? Because he's the one that gave us the power of choice. He's the one that gave us our will. He's the one that gave us a mind. And is the one that made us unique and different. Am I correct, please? In fact, I can almost say that they are not. I happen to have twins in my family. They look alike, but they are different. If you come closer, you see the difference. Can I either see the difference in height, or you see the difference in size, or the way they walk, or the way they talk, or the way they laugh? Definitely, every single one of us is unique and different. But in all that, he wants every single one of us to look at the perfect law of liberty and begin to suck in the nature of his patterned son so that all of us will look like his son. 
I have long come to the understanding that I have no right to be myself. I have no right whatsoever. I would not like to deceive myself. When he said, let us make man in our image after our likeness, what he's saying is, let us make man to look like the pattern son. Because in him, that is Yeshua, dwells the fullness of the Godhead bodily. So if the fullness of the Godhead has been downloaded into him, it means that he wants us to look at him, learn to become exactly like him by exposing ourselves to the light that comes from the sun of the living God so that we can be able to receive from him. Praise the Lord. The book of Galatians. I always don't claim to know too much. And I'm sure most of us in this community would agree with me that I don't know scripture too much. So I rely on assistance from most of us here. He says, what has happened to you, foolish Galatians? Chapter 3, Galatians chapter 3. Who has put you under an evil spell? Now, one thing I have learned is that when scriptures is writing, or when God is writing to us in the scriptures, we should not deceive ourselves to think he's talking about the world. Did you hear that? Because the world don't read the Bible. Even if they read the Bible, they don't have the revelation to understand what the scripture is saying. I hope you hear what I'm saying. It's something they just put under the pillow and have <laughs> assurance that they are safe. Am I... Am I talking? Yeah. So when he's talking about worldliness, he's talking about us. When he's talking about homosexuality, he's talking about us. When he's, when he's correcting anything, he's correcting. When he's talking about covetousness, he's talking about us. There's correction, something that is in the church. So he says, who has deceived you? I remember I was in a particular group. I don't know why the microphone is sounding like this. Um... I remember I was in a particular group and I told them that the church is under a spell. Somebody's there laughing at me. I asked him, I said, look around you. Why, what, are you trying to, what are you trying to, why are you trying to act like we are okay? Isn't it also obvious that we have issues in the body of Christ? Why are we trying to Hallelujah. Why are we acting like we are too much? 
We are supposed to be too much, but we are not too much. Okay. Are we going to say that we don't know that Balak paid Balaam to cast a spell on the children of Israel? He's right there. He's staring at you and I. So why are we thinking that uh, someone else wouldn't do the same? Why, why would this sect or this group not believe in this one? Why are we quarreling? Are we trying to say we don't know we quarrel? Are we trying to pretend? No, I need to understand. Are we, are we trying to say that there's no competition amongst us? Are we trying to say that some of us think that we know better than the others? No. Are we? So let's, let, the time has come for us to just, you see, because the mark of change is when you agree that there's a problem. And when you agree there's a problem, the, you begin to look for solutions. But if you say everything is okay, everything is not okay. So here he's saying that who has put you under an evil spell? He said, did God not open your eyes to see the meaning of Yeshua's crucifixion? Was he not revealed to you as the crucified one? So answer me this. Did the Holy Scriptures come to you as a reward of keeping Jewish laws? He said, no. You received him as a gift because you believed in the Messiah. Your new life began... When the Spirit of God gave you a new birth, why then would you do so foolishly and turn from living in the Spirit and then going back to try and... Uh, Finish by your own works. Of course, he talked about a gospel or another gospel. How did he say it? Another gospel that is not. Huh? Where is that? See, I like to keep myself very safe. That's why I first of all say I don't know scripture. Where is that? I know it's the same Galatia. Where is that? I know it's there. Okay. Thank you, sir. Let me look at that. See, my teachers are working. See, nobody can blame me because I've already confessed ahead of time. <laughs> Verse what? 
Thank you, sir. He says verse 8, I agreed. Now he says verse 6, I also agree. <laughs> he says, I am shocked over how quickly you have strayed away from the one who called you in the grace of the Messiah. I am astonished that you now embrace a distorted gospel that is a fake gospel. That is simply not true. There is only one gospel, the good news of the Messiah. Yet you have allowed those who mingle law with grace to confuse you. But even if we are, even if we or an angel from heaven should preach a gospel different from the one that we have preached to you. Let them come under God's cause. Hallelujah. Now, if I'm a man of God, if I'm a preacher, if I'm a pastor, an evangelist, an apostle, a, a, what else again? A prophet, I'll be very careful because I don't want to come under a cause. I hope you hear what I'm saying. I don't want to. It means there's a particular gospel that is the real gospel and there are other gospels that look like the real gospel but is not the gospel. I don't know if I'm making any sense. Hallelujah. Now, do you know it is possible for you to be teaching most people that have fallen aside Actually started well, but halfway, something happened. They encountered something, and they began to change their message. They just add a little, and a little, and a little, and a little, and then it just went off course. Did you hear what I'm saying? And the danger in that is that there are physical proofs. Either you begin to have plenty of money, you begin to have plenty of cars, you begin to have different kinds of things. Are we together, please? So, when you have achieved so much, and you have gotten so many branches, and you have gotten so many people who, I mean, there are people who, I just, I just want to say, Lord, when would somebody come and dash me a house? Or somebody just come and say, you know, I like you, just take this key, and it's a serious car. There are people that, those things happen to them. <laughs> Do you understand? And I just wonder, but I know that I won't get that. You know why? Because of what I'm teaching. I don't know if you hear what I'm saying. Somebody was telling me of a guy that they gave 9 billion naira to. Preacher, billion. Ha. They, they, they asked me, preacher. Sit <laughs> down <laughs> <laughs> there. <laughs> what did you say, sir? <laughs> Are we together, please? That's what we do here, all of us do here. Now, if I were thinking of how we're going to, you know, we will never get cash. <laughs> we are discussing inside then how we could take get cash. We will not get. So we are resorting maybe we could do transfer. Even the transfer self, to transfer our problem. <laughs> do you get what I'm saying? I've seen people just around, just, just giving 
key of a house. And they don't give house in uh, Elaje area. <laughs> eh? Or Makoko. No, not that kind of place. They give you a suit, you know, just Bagada or something. Banana There's people they give Banana Island. Yes. Okay. And I the same pastor like you. <laughs> and I the same prophet like you. Do you understand that? The one you are teaching, not the, it doesn't produce that kind of thing quick, quick. <laughs> are we together? Praise God. Eh? Our season is coming. Yeah, but before that season, suffering day. <laughs> that suffering, and if you are not careful, if you don't follow the process of that suffering, I'm telling you, by the time before you know it in the apple, they would. <laughs> if you know something, somebody will just come and meet you. That I was just walking on the street, and the spirit of God says, "Stop!" And I stop. He said, "Turn right," and I turn right. And he said, "Walk in there." I said, "Go there, go and join those people." And I just go. That's why I came. I came by the spirit. Then you two will be very happy that uh, the spirit of God is bringing people now. You know that they can come and damage you. <laughs> we have to be discerning, okay? Do you understand what I said? We have to be discerning. When you hear a message, you have to ask the Lord to know. When you receive a new revelation, don't just jump to it. You ask the Lord to say, is this right? Is it from you? Thank you, sir. Is it from you? And then you submit. You see, you know, a lot of times you people don't understand when I tell you, thank you. I'm sure if you want to, which one will be that one again? <laughs> I say thank you because in this kind of counsel, 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 there are so many people with different experiences of age. So it is a bit difficult for somebody to fall. By falling, I'm talking about missing or teaching something else. Do you hear what I'm saying? Because before he talks, ah, stop. So the purpose of this kind of gathering is for us to sharpen one another. Did you hear what I'm saying? I hope you hear what I'm saying. Uh -huh. So that we don't go and preach another thing, another gospel. I hope you hear because that other gospel is fascinating, it's interesting, it can produce stuff, but it will never produce Christ. I hope you hear what I'm saying. It will never produce Christ. And as long as it doesn't produce Christ, are we together, please? As long as it does not produce Christ, this present age will continue to exist. So the issue of, oh, God called me to something special, is not there. It's not there. There's no difference. It's the same thing. It's the same thing that Moses downloaded from the mountain because they told him to build according to pattern so that you were shown. He was shown something in the holy mountain. 
He stood face to face with the father and they showed him and he came down and built an architectural structure that represents something very, very formidable or very, very awesome. Am I making sense, please? From that core, you see all the guidelines. Guidelines, things that will show you and put you on the right path. When uh, Paul came, he said that anyone who is building should make sure that he builds very carefully and that there is no other foundation upon which anyone would build. The the, the one that has been laid. So there is a foundation. There is... Do you get what I'm saying? So anyone who is building should build from that. Don't build any other foundation. There's no other foundation except that one that has been laid. I lay in Zion a cornerstone, a measuring stone, it's a stone of stumbling. It will cause you to stumble. You can only stumble when you are going somewhere. If you are standing in front of the stone, you will stumble. <laughs> Am I correct? So you probably are going somewhere, and the stone will cause you to fall. It says, they fall who disobey. Is that not what Peter said? Please. It's important for us to still stay together. And still help one another. And still correct one another. <clears throat> Pastor Samson was talking about buying and selling. If you look at Isaiah chapter 55 from verse 1. It says, anyone who is thirsty, come to the waters. And you who have no money, come buy and eat. Yes, come buy wine and milk. Without money, and without a price. So when you hear Pastor Samson talking about selling, buying and selling, it's a transaction of what? Of the soul. Am I correct, please? It's a transaction of the soul. And here he's saying, you don't need money for this. But you cannot pass a destiny. Can you buy anything without money? 
So there is a currency. Right? There is a currency. And that currency is not physical. What shall it profit a man if he gains the whole world and loses his soul? Now, what is the continuation again? It says, what, what shall a man give in exchange for his soul? Thank you, sir. So it means that there's something that you can give in exchange of your soul. And it means that somebody brought, it's a negotiation between you and some being. It's a business transaction. Do you hear what I'm saying? So they will bring that thing and dangle it before you. That person who did that is interested in your soul. That's the purpose. It's going to feed with your soul. Yeah. You know, you know we, we need to journey a little bit in the realm of the spirit to see activities of the spirit. Am I making sense, please? What are spirits do with human soul? What do they do with it? Because they feed on human soul. You know, you think that you engage them so that they can give you power. What you don't know is that you are the one that has the power. You just don't know how to use it. So they come and take it from you. So they will have gone before you realize that ah, I lost in this transaction. Now, Pastor Samson talked about cars, houses, and all that. Now, someone said it's part of it. I don't think so. You know why? Because there is something that is beneficial to the person who is transacting the business. And you don't know. You can't give it up. It's just like a prostitute who gives herself, herself for money. Now, the money is more important to her than, the, than her soul. Are you getting me? But the man who is going into her is gaining, knows what he's gaining from her. Are we together, please? I hope you hear. Now, after a while, her losses will begin to show on her body. And then it, you cannot reverse it anymore. Did you get that? You know, I study a lot of things. I study a lot of things. And I see the injustice in this world. I remember one time I was driving in Bariga. We had finished a program and I was driving back home past 12 in the, in the morning. And I still saw some women sitting down in front, just sitting with, behind a table of fish, still waiting for one last customer to come and buy. 
And I just shook my head and said, this is injustice. I've seen where a laborer will be willing to carry any kind of luggage on his head just so that you can give him 3,000 naira or 1,000 naira or 500 naira. So to him, at least as long as I have my strength, I can use it. But you are trading. Now, and I also see a guy who sits in the office crossing his leg. He doesn't need to carry any load. And the money he's getting by making phone calls. Are we together? It's a whole lot. And it's the same man here, man there. Did you hear me? So it is a good thing for a man to be able to understand who he is. What God has put in a man. I don't know if I'm making any sense. So that you can be able to know how to trade properly. I hope you hear me. Permit me to go back to some women. There are some women that don't talk to some kind of men because they don't have what they want. Some other women can be able to just lie down for 500 naira. There are some people, 5 million naira, you have not even caught them. They are still joking. I don't know if you hear what I'm saying. Now, all those things are all transactions. Both the one that sold herself for 500 naira and those that sold herself for 5 million naira, you are still selling yourself. Did you hear what I'm saying? So the Bible is telling us, what does it profit you? What kind of gain would you have? So it means that if you posture yourself or position yourself to gain the whole world, it will not pay you anything. There's no profit. I don't know if you hear what I'm saying. But daily, every single one of us are spending every single minute of the day trying to gain this world. Did you hear me? Are we together, please? You see, that car is a piece of metal. It can have an accident. You can be on the road driving and someone will hit you. The next thing you do, hey! <laughs> Say that again. It's because they are both inside each other. <laughs> Do you know some people, when they see you, they won't ask you about your, your family. Say, how is the car doing? <laughs> are we together? You know, when some people come to with a gun, they will tell you, your money or your life. It's a transaction. So you have to decide. Some people would be looking for how to... Have you seen women in the traffic? When they just see those boys, they start moving their jewelry and all those things. You get what I'm saying? The issue is this. Can you let go? Can you? Did you hear what I mean? You know what I mean by that? Can you let go? I remember I was one day I was in Uniben. I was climbing up the steps and I put my hand on the wall. And the Lord just told me, you know, some people for this kind of building, cannot allow themselves to disengage. What kept uh, Lot's wife was because her heart was tied to those things. To those things. 
I remember I was driving in Virginia and I passed a woman. She was in the office when they called her that they have thrown her things out of her house. She was using a Mercedes-Benz sports car. I can never forget that sight. She just came, packed her car beside her luggage, looked around, picked this one, picked that, picked this, picked that, picked this. Started going, turned back, checked again. I just entered the car and drove off. Everything, she left everything. She understood the system. She knew what she was involved in. She also knew that this should end this chapter of my life. She didn't start shouting and crying. There were things there. She left them on the street and just moved. Some other people will carry their hands on their head and start shouting up and down the place. So we have to learn not to tie our soul to things in this world. That is what we are talking about. Am I correct, sir? That's what we are talking about. Because there's something. Now every single car Every single car, every single thing anybody did, including this one, especially this iPhone. Do you know what this thing does to people? The day they are releasing a new one, people queue from 12 a.m. till 8 a.m. when they will open the, no, till 10, when they open the stores. They are willing to stay. They will have their tents. They will sleep, lie down. What do you say, sir? Huh? For what? It's a lie. Excuse me, please. Could you say that again now? No, this is true, actually. Um, a Chinese man sold his kidney to buy the latest iPhone. It's, it's, it's all his kidney to buy the iPhone. No, I've seen a young man who stabbed another boy to death. Because of winter jacket. Jacket. Yeah. He stabbed someone and the guy died. And he took the jacket. Of course, they cut him. Do you understand that? You see, so the Bible tells us that you who weakens the nations, men have been weakened so much. Are you getting me? So that virtue that God put in man is no longer there. So you are willing to trade anything just for this one. Michael, can you put up that image? <clears throat> Please, I would like us to, you should help me interpret the image that he's going to put now. 
It's too big. Can it be smaller, please? Is it possible to be smaller? It's too big. What is that thing, that white thing on the left? Huh? Okay. Now, that is in a DP of a minister. You can compress it. You can do what? Okay, put it on the iPad then. Now, I don't mean to um, insult any person, okay? But someone asked me for assistance. I just couldn't help but look at the DP. You know, I need to understand. I had to ask him, I said, who is the native doctor that is conducting this ritual? Because he asked me for 1,000 naira. I wanted to give to him. But I could. I had to ask him a question. That, where is it now? See, I'm not. I, I'm not against him. Okay, I'm not. I'm not even running him down. Okay, but I'm, I. I need to. What can you see? What is that? You see, that's a coffin there. And some candle. The candle is red and it has fire on it. Can you see that? So I, I need somebody to interpret this thing because I don't know. So you will have thought that when I finish asking him that question, that he will remove it. Instead, he sent me his picture and was telling me I am such and such a person. So I had to ask him, I said, who is the native doctor who is conducting this thing? Next thing, he sent me a picture of myself, my wife, and telling me that uh, God bless us. And all this. So, so uh, see, you see, now, I'm not here to disgrace the person. Do you understand? Because it's somebody that... I know somebody who um, assists from time to time, but I am compelled now not to allow my compassion to move me. Yes. Did you hear me? Because I was talking with Pastor Samson on Saturday, and he told me, when I told him some things, he told me, he said, listen, he said, please, maybe you shouldn't just help anyone that comes to you. Ask the Lord first. Give a microphone. Okay. So, the reason why I said exactly is because um, sometime last week, myself and my... No, 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 no. Myself and my husband were discussing something. So, we began to talk in this line. Now, there is a family friend that we normally chat. You... You and your husband. Mm -hmm. 
you if I you <laughs> you carry people into your house and your house people. You will not show any kind of person. <laughs> Both those who are having baby and everybody. Look at the check well. Exactly. No. No. A time has to come when see, do you understand what I said? That's because why I know you guys, you always carry people into your house. Uh, see, that's why why you were speaking, I tapped him. Because why I typed him is because it's a decision we started making from last week. Now, the, or something has still happened. Myself and one of our family friends, we normally talk. So in the process of we talking, he brought up a discussion. That is why when you showed us this thing, and I said, what exactly is the Lord telling us? Because the way God speaks to us, when he talks to us, Somebody, uh, not just any kind of people. People will hear somebody talk, and some people talk. So we know that the Lord is actually directing, addressing an issue. So this guy was saying something that there is a guy he normally help, and this guy was helping, and there is a lady too he helped because we are very close. We chat a lot. So something happened. This guy now took this lady, invited her somewhere. And it has to do with this same about ritualist thing. But what helped the girl was that he was so discerning and she refused to enter with the guy. And the guy too is a minister. The guy too is a minister. So this because the reason why this person was telling me this is because I am me and this person and my husband, we are close. But this other person he was talking about, we just we are just friends on Facebook. So why he not finished telling me, he not told me that he says he will want us to pray for God to reveal more about this person to us. So as we not finish, and I said, this thing you said, you are confirming what God is telling me. So now that you still brought up this matter now, so we are not concluding that we don't just open our home for anybody, even in ministry. We have also vowed that people shouldn't just because there are some people that will come and say, God sent me. They are to destroy work. So they are to destroy work. So what we do. You have children. Yes. You have a daughter. Yes. And she's growing. Yes. You have a son. So why I'm saying this is that this one you brought up now. Because what we do is that we are just carried away by compassion, all of those things. But when the Lord began to tell him, tell, tell us that. We should not just be carried away by people. And especially, they always come with, the Lord told me, the Lord said. So, the Lord, so we now began to see that we should not be carried away by any of those things. We should be led. So that's why I'm saying this thing now is this twice two confirmation we are receiving this week. And I believe that the Lord is actually saying something. Praise the Lord. Praise God. So now Yeshua said in Matthew chapter 24, that in the last days, there will be different kinds of deceptions. I hope you hear me. So I, I'm saying all these things so that we can, let's just, for the love of self, did you hear me? For the love of self, let us, where you hear the truth, I'm sure, I'm sure, because we have the spirit of God, we would have confirmation and say this is truth. So you can now not supersede the truth with what you already have in your heart and what you say the Lord told you to do. Because I wouldn't think God will contradict himself. I mean, do you understand? I wouldn't think so. 
I hope you hear what I'm saying. Now, if by any chance we perceive that things are happening, we are missing things, I think what we should do is to stop, pull back, go and ask the person who sent you. Do you understand? So that we can come, so that... So that we would end well. I hope you hear what I'm saying. Now, Yeshua said this in Matthew 24. That if the gospel of the kingdom is not preached. He said the end will not come. So which means that what will bring about the end. Or the closing of the ages is the gospel of the kingdom. And then he said, it is for a witness. So, which means that there is something that the gospel of the kingdom will produce. Did you hear what I'm saying? So, if we want to delay, then we will start preaching something else. There are some key people I'm observing. During this election period, the, the, most churches were praying. But I also noticed that there are some people who have prayer ministry who are just praying things, another thing. While we're talking, they're praying about uh, your father, your family, your how this and that, nobody. And I'm just wondering, if we don't have a nation again, where would these people that we're praying for, where would they be? Why is it that, okay, if we are generating so much energy and profit from these prayers, can we not, during this period, divert it to this aspect, and when we are finished, we can go back? I mean, that's my thoughts. You understand? And I've seen, both even in the U.S., I've seen some people with all the chaos going on, nobody's talking about the signs of the times. They're preaching something else. And they're making more money. And things are happening. Are you getting me? But Proverbs chapter 31 tells us that we should not drink wine or strong drink so that we can open our mouth for the poor and those who are deprived. The people who are going to do that are not the people in power. It's the church. Praise God. I went to a church. The person is in our midst, but I will not call anybody name. So I... After preaching the gospel that night, she, uh, he said to me, there's a woman that sponsored me, that I want to, the woman is not coming. I asked him a question, why? He said, the woman want to marry me, a minister, but have a wife, daughters. I said, okay, can I see that woman? I want to see that woman. I want to go I want to know. Okay. Let's not go in. No, where I'm 
trying to tell you is this. I'm going off. I want to say some two things. And uh, I meet the person. When that's what they call the olive oil, which people are buying. Spiritual olive oil. And when I'm coming, they no use the measure of the kingdom. Are we teaching? I don't want us to go into any ritual. Okay. Don't derail. If you don't have anything, you want to talk about testimonies or talk about something or you want to warn us or something like that, different things. Okay. Just teach the gospel. Okay. Let's not go into any of this. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Amen. Amen, somebody. Thank you. All right. And for say something very important. That we're supposed to open our eyes to see. And because that thing helped me to come out from where they want to put me into. If it's not the message of the kingdom, I have. By now, nobody will see me. And you will see me in the area of the flesh. But the soul, my soul is down. Because when Sam was speaking, he said something I like. He said, Paul said, Let no other gospel to see you. He said, What? Christ. I don't want to say another thing. When Jesus said something important, he said, the prince of this world comment, find nothing in me. What are, what are they seeing in Christ? The, the God of this world comment, find nothing in us. So what I'm trying to say, because I just want to give out the mind, when Papa was saying something, my brain <laughs> turned outside that. So if Jesus said, the God of this world find, come and find nothing in him. How about us? Because what they will see is what they will use to what? Attack our soul to come into any level take us to. So let us give our soul to him to take over us. No matter what happened, they will not find anything. So it's what you are looking for in the in as we are here now. What you are looking for is what you are going to see. If you are looking for internal life, you say it. Because we are not looking for fame, money, car, and they are looking. But if, if car come to us, not in the area of they are doing it, we will take it. I understand what I'm saying? Because there's something going on today in the world. Somebody can have the message in his mouth, but that's not what he's saying. He have it as a genosco, but he having something. That's me. <laughs> He have it as a, a medinosco. It's not what is inside his soul. He's just saying it to let us know him in the world. He's among us. We must have desire, spirit to desire people that are with us, whether they are with us or they are against us. Somebody can be with you, but it's against you. God, there are many. I see them. I see them. They think, you think that they are with us. They are not with us. They are against us. They will come here and, and, and speak that they are with us. Go near them. They are not with us. They have something behind, not the message of the kingdom. That's why I beg that we should, those who in this I mean, community, let's visit them, know what they are doing. Some are doing another thing. Some are not dwelling in the message of the kingdom. They are dwelling in their own self Self desire, self opinion. They have with say, I mean, Satan. Please, we should not tread what we have. Very important. There's something we have which not tread, allow Satan to take it from us. No matter, come sun, come rain, I have something in me. 
you have somebody in you. Hold it well. Don't allow anybody, no matter the condition. If I perish, I perish. I'm going somewhere. We are going somewhere, all of us. Amen, somebody. The world is going to go down more. But we, we are going up. God bless you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Before I call, uh, uh, this, what, when Papa was uh, talking to us, he made, he made mention, before he mentioned the scripture, what shall he profit a man to gain the whole world, then lose his own soul? What shall he give in exchange for his soul? So one of the things he brought out is that what, uh, what is the currency for our transaction in the spirit? What do we what currency? Because every every nation have a legal tender, right? For transaction. So in the spirit, what's our legal tender? Because for because you want to get Christ. That's what you are transacting. That's the transaction you need, is Christ. So there is something you must exchange for. The life of God is your life. You have to drop your life. That's the that's the that's the legal tender we use to collect the life. Once I don't drop my life, I can't receive the life of God. Many of us we see all our life. You know, I like, I like I say if you seek to save your life, but when you lose it, you will save it. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Uh, the Bible says, those who think they stand, Abby, let them be take heed. You know, most of the time we think we stand and we are even achieving something for the Lord. If you are not careful, because the devil is not happy and he has a target and it's to a little shift you just shift us it doesn't matter and once you take us off the rail you did you watch the news of a uh, two rain that uh, train that collapsed i mean co uh, collide, collide collided somewhere maybe but what am i saying just a little derail that's what he's looking at even in bringing car or whatever houses to us, we, if we lose focus on whom we carry, if we lose focus of whom we carry, those gifts, at times, they are a distraction. They give one of our brother, a governor brought jeep to him. And uh, he went in and he prayed. He said, God, is it you that send this? Eh? And God said, no, it's not for you. And he told those men, he said, please return it to the governor. They have, they have registered in his name. He said, no, it's not taking this jeep. So they took it away. And uh, a week after, the arm robber came. 
They say, where is the jeep that they gave? You say, you didn't collect the jeep from them. They have taken it away. He will have been killed, and he's doing well in the Lord. He's doing well in the Lord. And they say, no, not only that. At times, they might be doing a project. Some, some, somebody heard about that. He brought certain money. And he went in and prayed. Say, God, is this for this purpose? God said, no. This money is for his family. He just wants to show off. So, and he said, this, is, this money is meant for your family. He, he pleaded, he said, no. This is not for this work. And you know, they needed this money badly. But later, God sent somebody that just take care of that project. So most, most of the time, if you are not careful in course of our praying, in this course, in this line, we must be sensitive. Because all these things, they are flash. When you remove the two letters from flash, what remains? Or flashes. If you remove the two letters, the first two letters, ashes. That's what second Peter is. Second Peter said they are all going to burn. So why is those things that are going to be destroyed? We now take our attention from the cause of eternal life. So we must be sensitive and careful, not to allow all this side attraction. He said all other things shall be added. If you want it, if you want it, we need it truly. But he knows what is good for us in this journey. So when it has not come, does not mean you are not doing well. So like Papa talk on comparison, or maybe uh, Pastor uh, Samson also. No, we compare ourselves. See what this one is doing. That is not what God has sent us. We are different. He made us differently. He gave us different gifts. And we are to operate for the same purpose, for the kingdom. And it is what, like those he gave talents, he knows the ability. And he had given each, one, each and every one the ability, according to his ability, just transact in that line. And gain for God. But by the time you begin to, you know, the devil is not happy. Don't let us forget about that. So when you are achieving for God and uh, he's coming with his own different uh, trick, you have to be walking and be sensitive along the line. All is to shift you, to derail us. So take out. So the gospel right from Old Testament has never changed. Look at that man, a contractor, the Elijah. Why Elijah threw mantle on him? You know, <clears throat> he, he had how many tractor? If you want to call it tractor like in our days, Abi. But he said, please, let me go and this thing that will be a distraction to me, let me, he sold it out. I mean, the God is the same thing. It has not changed. That's why Jesus emphasized that anyone that wants to follow me, you must give all. 
You don't give all you cannot. Last, the young rich ruler that came, you know, God was not asking him. He didn't say, go and sell everything, bring money to the church or to me. No. He was trying to test. Maybe he can give off the, uh, the, uh, his eye from the world. Like Lord's wife. Say, ah, ah, will I lose all these things just now? I said we should go. No, don't pick anything. All my gold, all my luxuries, just like that. Don't look back, oh. That was the instruction. So, yeah, so when the instruction is being given to us, we must be careful not to uh, shift from the instruction of God. Us, there are some messages, there are some advices that will be coming to us, but the person you carry is the one that can give you the final say. You ask him, say, I've been crucified with Christ. Not I that lives, but Christ that liveth in me. The life that I now live in the flesh. Galatians 2.20 I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. So, if we carry him, anything you want to eat safe, ask him. You want to, like uh, Mama said, you know, if she want to go out, I do that often. Even this morning, if you want to wear clothes, I will ask him which one I will, because you might wear wrong clothes out that may not give you the, uh, uh, the day. You ask him, you want to eat, you want to do anything, you want to help, ask God. Even if people are begging hams, if I am not convinced, there is nothing you can persuade me. Because some are agents of devil. And in this guy, you, see, you want to pity them. So if the inner man, the, the inner man is not telling you to help, and you go and help, you will be in trouble. So, so the, let us not neglect the voice. That's why I say, if anyone follow me and keep my commandment, you know, that based on that, that's when we can be his disciple indeed. Indeed. There are disciples, there are disciples indeed. Disciples indeed are those that follow the instruction of, of one you carry. They, but I don't know which one you carry. What you carry determines what to be uh, coming out of us. The Lord will bless us. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. No, John 6 said, labor not for the meat that perish, but labor for that which endureth unto life everlasting. It's important, uh, very important that we, we labor thing that endures. Bible says, I think in, in, in First Peter chapter 1, I think it was verse 23, we are born of incorruptible seed which liveth and abided forever. I'm not talking about um, all flesh is grass. Are you seeing that? As a flower of the field, they, they pass away, they fade away. It was already the only the life of God that abides forever. So I'm just afraid I'm not giving you the, this thing. Just to tell you that nothing here will pursue that will ever endure the test of time. Right? It's rude. You, you, do you know how 
Do you know how deep the soul of a man is? That nothing you throw to eat that can feel it. Even though he looks satisfied today, the next minute, that soul is experiencing dissatisfaction. So what can I use to fill up that soul? So when you, when you teach a man this, you know that's how you see some soul, at that time there is this, and they get it, they take this. You know, some of them, I think there is, there is more to all of these things you are saying now. What is the more? And there are people out there are looking for the more. Seriously, they're looking for the more. Because you have taught them this. They, they want to experience it. You've taught them this. They want to experience it. But they see that there's a vacuum. They see emptiness. They want something that will fill up that place. And the only thing that can fill it is Christ. It's just Christ. It's just Christ. Hallelujah. So that's why the gospel of the kingdom must always be portrayed to every one of us. Pastor Clever. Then Pastor Dallin Lee Randolph. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Um, I want to thank God for everyone that has spoken before now. Today's meeting has been very instructive. And then I discover for some time now, most of our meetings have been very instructive. Um, and one of the things I want to call our attention to is that <coughs> most of these things, there's every tendency that we hear these things before we share the grace as we are climbing and discussing. At the time we get downstairs, we, are, we would have forgotten what... Yes, we would have gisted the thing out, the thing is gone, and we come back again. Exactly. So um, there is this default setting in human beings. We, we have the propensity to keep doing things. Like they said, religion is the opium of the people. There's this propensity to keep doing things. Sometimes you don't even know why you are doing it. But if you have not done that thing, you won't be okay. You know, so um, we've had so much. And then part of the things I want to add is that the Bible, Jesus in Matthew 24, he told us these things. We should not be surprised. He told us these things. Uh, many false prophets. Gone are the days that I used to think those false prophets are the ones who do sacrifice, the ones who, they, you know, somebody told us about somebody is a prophet. Part of the things he does, he can come and hit the bonnet of a car and fire will come out. Hallelujah. So the Bible tells us that some of these, these prophets are going to come with lying wonders and signs. And the funny, the funny thing there is that they are doing it in the name of the Lord. But Jesus said, by their fruit, you shall know them. But most times we are not interested in the fruit. Because there is also something on the inside of us that is calling for that thing on the inside of them. So if we have not removed that magnet on the inside of us, you see the way I like what Papa said while he was talking. While they were writing to the churches, they were talking to the churches. Everything that was, was in the, especially in the New Testament, was written to the church. But sometimes when we are reading it, it's just by default. You just think this thing cannot be written to believers. Mm -hmm. And this thing is talking about, you know, there's this mindset. When we are reading it, 
somewhere in our mind, we are thinking of people who are not saved. And some people who are, we know them as quotes, as you know, that these ones are real fake, these ones are fake. No, because I've stopped seeing those things. I, anytime this thing has spoken, I try to look inwards. Because part of the people that are going to be the first prophets, they have been deceived and they don't know they are deceived. There's a man of God called John Bever. He said that one of the things that deception does is that it deceives thoroughly. Even the one who is deceived is the last person to know that is the one that has been deceived. So, <laughs> the devil is wicked. Hallelujah. So, when you see this thing, sometimes I don't worship the devil and I don't underestimate his wisdom. Sometimes, this one, Satan, don't leave that thing. That he will dance it with you. Meanwhile, he knows what he's, he's doing. So, exactly. So, um, we need to look inwards. In the first place, the ministry I'm doing, what is my target? What am I doing? What am I expecting? We need, see, these things we are condemning, I once saw them in me. Because, you know, sometimes you want success. The way you want it, God will not bring it. And as he's delaying it, he's checking your heart. And he's expecting you to look at your heart too. That this is your ministry you want to blow. Let it blow. You know, all the prayers, all the fasting, vigil, is that this thing will increase. Why are you after the growth of the ministry? You have already planned out how you will put branches here and there and all of those things. I have stopped looking at other people because I, I have come to understand that the people who were deceived some years back never thought they would be deceived. Mm. And even up till now, they don't believe that they have been deceived. Mm. Praise the name of the Lord. I think I have said it here. I don't trust myself. If suddenly Papa said they gave a man of God nine billion naira, if suddenly somebody calls you, and then tells you, give me your account details. And then he drops, nine billion is too much. He drops like two billion naira in your account. Will you be okay again? Will you still wake up and still do your morning devotion? You know that's your devotion. Two billion is too much. Okay, 500 million. <laughs> B, B, praise God, hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. You know, like uh, it was discussed, the devil believes that every man has a price. And his agents, they know that every man has a price. If you can't fall for one million, they increase it to 10 million. If you can't fall for 10 million, they increase it to 100 million. If you can't, there's nothing too much in this world that the devil, that the devil will use to purchase a soul that is for the Lord. Just to take to make sure he puts you in the same normal mode. Praise the name of the Lord. So why am I saying all of these things? As these things are going on, please, let's look inwards. It will be stupidity for me to be thinking of Pastor Dan. I hope Pastor Dan will hear what they are saying. Instead of examining myself. Now me get the problem. And now me they see another person. Praise the name of the Lord. 
And then you wish that this person, I hope you are hearing. I, I hope that my friend is here to hear what they are saying. The Lord is not talking to your friend. Take care of yourself. First. Can they look your friend? Not be your friend, not you. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Um, I have watched the ministrations. I, use my, I like to use myself as an example. Over the years, when people are ministering, sometimes there are things you listen to, there are things you don't want to listen to. There are things you are expecting the person to deliver you want to take and all of that. But these days, they are different. He that thinks he stands, take heed, lest he falls. Praise the name of the Lord. I have said to myself, the thing that pushed down the other people, if those things come to me, can I stand it? Do I Have I built enough capacity to stand this thing? So don't even think that when these things come to you, some of us are praying for big fish to come to our church. Satan is not going to come with red and white and white chalk on his eyes. He's going to come like a politician. He's going to come like one businessman. Before you know what is happening, he has thrown a many thousands, hundreds of thousands in your account. He has thrown another thing. Praise the name of the Lord. Before his pastor, this is your house. He has moved you to another house. Pastor, I don't like the school, your children. He has moved you to another school. He's, he's gaining ground. Then over time, you say some things. Pastor, you see that message you preached, I think it's too hard. I think the thing, I don't know how people will be getting it. I think you need to calm down. Because even Jesus, you know, there are lambs and there are goats and there are this thing. So you need to bring it in a way. Why won't you listen? Somebody who has been paying your house, he has moved you from where you can afford to where you cannot afford. So that's why sometimes some of, some of the breakthroughs, of course, by the time he has done that, there is fear in you. If I miss this man, for some of us, he's our destiny helper. If I miss this man, it's, not your, it's your destiny destroyer. Praise God. He has given you a car you cannot maintain. Praise the name of the Lord. He has lifted you to a life you cannot sustain. So you need him. You can't do without him. And he knows. The devil does not come overnight. Oh. One after. See, I don't know why the devil is so patient. And he programmed for years. Believers, they want to wake up and think, uh, once we pray over one day, we take it. You, it's not like that. People who are holding Nigeria, do you know how many years they've been doing this? Doing enchantment, planning, strategizing, Christians. We are too reactive. And nearly two things, we react. And they say, okay, let's wait. Okay, let's do it this way. They are working with plans. Believers don't have plans. We want to pray, 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 pray. Hey, pray, pray, pray. And the fire comes down. Everybody will go back to their normal mood. We say, okay, let's come this way. So, please... That ministry, don't be too quick to move out from where you are. Especially some pastor. Hey, this place, you don't need to be here. Let's take you to a place where you are paying how many millions? Grow. Mm. Grow in capacity. Thank you, 
the growth of God comes. There is a way growth comes. God does not just grow you overnight. Boom! It doesn't work like that. Even his son was not, they didn't break him through overnight. It's a deception. And the person moves you from that place to a hall where you are paying two million. Your offering is 2,000 every Sunday. Your offering is 2,000 naira every Sunday. And you will give transport to the people who don't have transport. Now you have to pay for all at the end of the year. And you tell me you, you will not compromise with that man. You tell me you cannot compromise with that man. When we talk of agent of Satan, stop. Let's forget. You know why talk? And Nollywood, how Nollywood has scattered us. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. scenario you just presented now ever happens to a man let the man not wait for deception or compromise because the moment you accept that you are compromised yes and look for a way out because stepping into what you know you don't have the capacity you don't have the capacity what beckons on you is compromise, deception that will bring compromise. Thank you, sir. So, no, there are online viewers. Please, there are viewers online. You can use. Okay. Um, what I want to ask is, um, as ministers and in every ministry, there are people God has ordained to be part of that mandate, to fulfill the mandate of those ministries. And God sends those as the Lord adds to the church. Rich men are part of the people God is adding to the church to fulfill. Because this kingdom must be established too. So what I want to ask too, when they are added to, does it mean we should be, be careful of that? Are they not part of the mandate that... that so, um, thank you, sir. If you have followed the traits that we are saying, rich men, they need salvation. Poor men need salvation. Praise God. So, we are not saying that when you see rich people, you begin to hate them. That's not what we said. If you follow from what I have said now, I'm just describing some scenario, how deceptions come in. Because deception does not come like that. Are you getting me? Exactly. So, who are you following? There is another, there is temptation. See, there is another scenario. Because sometimes, we know how to manage poverty. We've not learned how to manage abundance. So, when God now brings the rich people, will they be the ones calling at the shot for you? Will they, can they become the Holy Spirit in your church? And be telling you, Pastor, you, you have to live here now. When God, you've not heard God. So, because you have the money... Can you afford to do whatever you want to do without consulting the owner of the business? So that's another issue. That's another issue. So now I am, I know my, I know what I can, you know the car I have now. Thank God. God is helping me to maintain it because God gave it to me. And then I now go and buy a car of 10 million. That when you want to service it, you use 500,000 naira to service the car. Am I not killing myself and destroying my ministry? And then somebody brings it to me, and I am proud to say, okay, somebody bought the car, I will use it. 
I know the capacity of the church, but last Sunday there was no offering because it is cashless policy. I will maintain the car. Hallelujah. So why will I not compromise? Thank you, John. Hallelujah. 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 Uh, it is important to know that uh, Pastor, Pastor Clever, uh, by the message of God, is showing to us what will make us not to really um, be a witness of the gospel of the kingdom. That's what he's showing to us. See, these are the things that will, and it, it is true. You know, if you, if you don't have capacity for a thing, and that thing comes to you, my mind, I said, if, if I have, I'm like this now, somebody brought, bring a car for me, I, I know that I can't maintain, I will sell it to you. I will sell them. Use the money for investment. Go money. Until the day I have what it takes, I can drive. It's just the truth. So that I won't be. Because when you, when you have too many needs around to serve, you should go compromise. Forget them. If you, if you, when you see A, you're going to see that B. Because you know the benefits way they. <laughs> but we are trusting the Lord. Eh? It is well. So please, uh, I want us to listen to uh, Pastor Moses said ask question. Uh, Pastor uh, Temple equally said the other question. But I think what Pastor uh, Clever have said has covered some of the questions. <laughs> okay. Pastor Moses, let's hear your question. Quickly, please. Him? Okay, let him come. Let him come. Uh, let him come. Let him come himself. Uh, People like us who are young, we like asking questions so that we can be well guided. We can be, we can be well guided. It's, it's, it's a privilege to be among elders. Uh, so that you can be well guided. So when you when you stand among your mates, you can be a star. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Okay. Um, earlier, somebody talked about um, um, uh, somebody having a big ministry. And I think, I don't know if it's you plus. Okay, I think it's you. And he's strategizing to have branches. And you understand. And he's saying, in, in those, those, um, those your plants, what are your your motives, whether ulterior, interior, whatever, your motives of those branches you want to plant. Now, I am asking if somebody who is not, he is not fetish as a minister, but to an extent, he has an ego, and he is sincerely going after lost souls. And, and, and people who could have naturally perished, who couldn't have come to Christ, go out of his way, Minister to them, give them food, clothe them, house them as they need be, and they start coming to church. They see the light of the gospel, 
and start coming to church, and his church start growing. You understand? Even though to an extent, I'm saying, if he gets into your head, and another person who knows the truth, keeps it to himself, does not pay those prices to increase the church, because he doesn't want it to, he doesn't want to be called a proud man or as a way. I'm saying, that man that has gone out of his way, and those two things, has turned people to Christ. Like the scripture says, he said, this, this ministry of reconciliation, has he given, that man that has gone out of his way, paid those sacrifices, and at the end of the day, turned so many who could have perished to Christ. Has he done anything wrong? Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Let's, you know, aside. Don't worry. <laughs> Sorry. Let's you too. Uh, it's, it's, uh, it's, uh, Pastor Lalady, I would have asked to Randolph, but let's hear. Melissa, come up quickly, please. Thank you, sir. My brother, I think um, the question you asked is a very good one. Um, but I, there's a way I want, I just want to contribute something. It may not answer it very well. You see, when we talk about reaching out to souls, and we mention saving a soul, it's a different ball game from getting one to confess Jesus as personal Lord and Savior. The fact that, and also, we need to understand what is church growth. Church growth and numerical strength are not the same. Because you are the church individually. So what is that that should grow in those people that we can say the church is growing? Until we're able to understand and key ourselves into understanding that so that we'll build people so church is not growing. In numbers we may grow. You see, when we say getting people saved from the world and they start attending fellowships, the Lord Save them from Egypt. How many of that generation entered the promised land? You see, God, let's understand this. So I'm not against numbers. And God knows that I have never prayed for one day for numbers. Because he may not have given me the grace for such. Maybe he gave me grace for something else. You understand me? But let's understand that the fact that one got born again does not mean that he is saved. The soul is saved. Soul being saved is a different ball game. And without the gospel of the kingdom, the soul cannot be saved. Because that gospel of the kingdom is the only gospel that can bring witness. That has the capacity to bring forth witness. That will save that soul. That's why the Bible says that he that saves a soul is wise. So what is the wisdom aspect of saving soul? We need to understand all this. So one may have, you know, the grace, pray, and, uh, you know, people get saved in the sense that they are saved from the world to be saved further, to be saved further. And the person is arrogant, like the, likes the good things of life and begins to you know, show off even as a minister. That in itself eh, means that that person cannot lead such people to the promised land. He lacks the capacity to lead them to the promised land. He will lead them somewhere. 
Obviously. Let me say this. I think I've said it here before, but I won't mention names. There's a particular guy, a believer, he works in one, as a worker, eh? a, heads a department in one of the big churches in Abuja. He had a dream. It was just a dream he had. And that dream took him three, four years before he met somebody who could interpret it. And in that dream, he saw one of the notable men of God in Nigeria. Do you understand me? It was steps. Just seven steps to climb. He was able to climb the first one, red color. The second one, orange. The third one, yellow. To step into green, he could not. He with his pastor, who incidentally, because that man of God is the father, spiritual father of his own pastor. They were crying, urging him on to climb. He could not climb. He couldn't step into that green. Do you understand me? It took him four years to find somebody who would interpret that ordinary dream. That was what ended his work there. Because he knew by the time the, the, the explanation was given to him, he knew God was directing him. Because it became trouble for four years. Just simple dream. Four years he was troubled. Looking everywhere for somebody who could interpret it. Do you understand me? So the day he had the interpretation... He ran for his life. Because the other man has no capacity to build any person beyond that point. That does not make him a false man of God. No. No. It's just the growth he was able to attain in Christ. It doesn't mean that he's a false man of God. No. He has so much authority. Do you understand me? But let's understand these things. So, growth is as we begin to Trade what we have. Mm. Buy things in exchange for our soul. Mm. Because the soul of man, what is contained in the soul of a believer? He's a believer, but what is inherent there? It, 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 it's so fouling to God. And we should all know that none of us is perfect yet. Yes. We are just works in progress. Praise the Lord. Paul says some preach out of envy. Some preach because of their belly. Either way, Christ is preached. Amen. The word of God is, Christ is, a, is powerful enough to save any man he wants to save. He said, you didn't choose me. I am the one that chose you. So we shouldn't come to the place whereby we feel that we were qualified. Bible says it was grace that qualified us. You know, when Papa was talking, there was something that was very instructive. We have to know who we are. As an artist, by nature, that is what they call masterpiece. If you look at this painting, and you put them forward for sales. Those who have eyes will say, wow, this is a masterpiece. Nobody places price on a masterpiece. Mm -hmm. The price is always very difficult. So most time when you find a masterpiece, they present it for auction. Mm -hmm. 
people begin to bid. The highest bidder does what? Purchase it. And the highest bidder in this context is who? Is Christ. Hallelujah. He bought us with a price so that you and I will glorify his name. So whatever we do, like somebody said, the scripture that was read, wherever your treasure is, that's where your heart is. So Satan will not tempt you until you find lust in your heart. It is that lust that Satan uses against you. So each time you are tempted, don't say it's God that tempted you. It is because of what you have in your heart. Praise the name of the Lord. So most time, it is our desire. When you hear us hold the mic, it's very sweet. Amen? I don't want jets. The truth is that your heart wants it. I don't want large congregation. Your heart wants it. Praise the name of the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. So most time we we live in self-denial. And that's why Satan still has the power to do what? To influence us. To hold us back. If we are sincere, Satan knows he will flee. He will run. So we need to check ourselves before we wreck ourselves. And I pray that God will help us in the mighty name of Jesus. Like I always say, talk is cheap. Hallelujah. Talk is very cheap. But the truth of the matter is that the kingdom of God is not about talk, but demonstration of power. Say so the light became flesh. Hallelujah. And dwelled among us. So that life, Bible says the kingdom of God is not what? By observation, where you say, that is it. This is it. It is within you. The day you enter into covenant with Christ, you carry the life of Christ. What is waiting now for is the manifestation. And I pray that God will help us to manifest this life in the mighty name of Jesus. the Lord. Thank you everyone for all we have said and heard. Um, like we have all beautifully said, uh, like uh, Pastor Sibo was saying that the first, the gospel of the kingdom is primarily the gospel of repentance. I will always come to that because John the Baptist when he started the precursor said, he said repent for the kingdom of God is at hand. Then Jesus came, repent, for the kingdom of God is here, um, or I am the kingdom of God. So even you see all the scriptures, even in Revelation, is only two churches, Laod um, Philadelphia and Sardis, that Jesus didn't tell them, I have not found, I have found, not found your word perfect before me. I repent, repent. So it's constantly, even if you read during the time of the plagues, when God was releasing plagues, the reason for that was for them to repent. Is and they repented not of their works. So everything God does is and repentance is, of course, it, it's to is to have a change of mind. Not only to have a change of mind, but to take on another mind, which is the mind of Christ, which is what repentance is. So, um. Praise the Lord. I, I want to read a scripture in Matthew 24. The first thing we should acknowledge that is that we love this world. 
we should not deceive ourselves. We love this world. We love money. We love the things of this world. We say, we come and say it, oh, da, da, but in actual practice, we do love it. That's the first thing towards repentance is acknowledgement. I remember, I'm not saying because I'm spiritual, maybe that time I didn't, I remember we went to, we had this prayer meeting that, uh, let me not go into it. So, a guy asked us to pray for him after we prayed for him. He gave us a, he gave us a, 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 a big jeep. So, we said, no, we don't want. Say, ah, is it too small? Okay, this AMG G-Wagon, you people take it. We said, we don't want so I was talking to a minister, a minister friend of mine, very powerful man. I said, ah, man of God, if you have power, I will take it. Uh, I didn't take it at that point, not because I was spiritual. I'm going somewhere. I'm just saying we all have that propensity. And believe me, eh, I do not think our prayer and fasting can generate enough energy to win us from the love of this world. I have come to understand that. If, who said it, if I am not helped, the attachment is too strong. The, the, the attachment. A young girl was asking me, oh, I have this problem. I've been praying, 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 praying. God should take it away. Why is God not taking it away? Why, why, why? Then God gave me a little wisdom. She was wearing an attachment. I said, see, this is your attachment. It took time to weave it. Some days. I've seen women spend days to do attachment. Hours. It took time to weave it. If they want to detach it, and they just come and yank it, what will happen? You will lose your hair. The pain will be too much. So that it will take time. One by one. I say that's how God does it. With our attachment. I'm going somewhere. To this world. If he yanks it up, you will see your true state. So, Jesus here in Matthew 24. Please, I'm going somewhere. Later when they arrived, uh, I'm reading the Passion Translation. Uh, okay, have a little time. Later when they arrived at Mount Olive, his disciples came privately to where he was sitting. And they tell us when will these things happen? And what supernatural sign shall we expect? To signal your coming and the completion of this age. Amen. Jesus answered, at that time, the same shots are all rampant. Blah, blah, let us run. We will hear of wars, chapter 6, and rumors of wars and revolution on every side. With more rumors of war to come. Don't panic or give in to your fears. For the breaking apart of the world system is destined to happen. The breaking apart until God breaks it apart. Uh, can I say something, please? Don't throw stones at me. You know our candidate didn't win. If he had won, <laughs> amen. Okay, fine, fine. Whether he win or but at the time we expected, you know, if I say something, you will throw stones at me. Uh -huh. Okay. At the time we expected, all our prayers, all our prayers, it didn't get there. Okay, let's say they say tribunal will be win. Amen. I say amen to it. <laughs> amen. It's like 
I, sorry, it's like the church was, I, some people called me from Unsuka, pastor, we are discouraged. It's like prayer for Nigeria doesn't work. I say, why? The church took her focus from Jesus and put it on a man. And put it on a man as the deliverer. That's why you see when he goes to churches, you will see the applause. That was a major church. The, the applause and the ovation. When the pastor says, okay, sit down. Nobody listen to the pastor. I say, Jesus doesn't receive that kind of applause. He doesn't receive that kind of worship in his own house. He if you see the applause, I say, ah, we have set up this man for failure. Because God will not share his glory with any man. I say, okay, people around will have told him, sir, anytime you enter church and they have clapping for you like this, take your Bible and run out. Take your Bible and run out. So the breaking apart of this world system, uh, how God say he would do it, can we read it? Nations will go to war against nations. Uh, okay, it's this time, but it won't yet be the end. It shall be yet unfolding. Nation will go to war against each other and kingdom and there will be terrible earthquakes. Seismic events of epic proportion. Horrible epidemics and famines in place after place. This is how the first conditions and bad pains of the new age will begin. Can I just explain it? I mean, you saw that earthquake in uh, Turkey and Syria. Almost 60,000 people died. You know, there was a young girl, one baby that was born under the rubble. And they named her a sign of God. So all this chaos happening, cashless society, pain, pangs, is God trying to what? Break apart this because of the attachment the church has to her. And God has to help us. It will help us, but the judgment will be severe. Or else we won't be able to do We can't divorce her. We can't divorce this world. If you read further, the first contraptions are bad pain. When a woman is about to give birth, the pain, the pain, the pain. Amen. Praise and no. I, I just, because of time, I want us to jump. Then the second contract, you see, you can expect to be persecuted, even killed, and you'll be hated by, we've not entered this one yet. So I'm telling my people, be prayer for persecution, no? Because you, <laughs> all our air-conditioned uh, sanctuaries and all that, they will come after heat. They will drive us from the city. You don't know. They will drive us from the city. It's inside bush. Because this life can't prosper in this city life. Tell yourself. I'm not saying you go to like Jebu. I'm not saying you have to be led and driven like Christ. It cannot prosper in this city life and this commerce. It will not prosper. No matter how you pray, they, they pull and their law is too strong. Your prayer energy can't muster 
or you to you, it's not possible. So God will introduce persecution. He will bring earthquake. You know what an earthquake is? Everything physical has a spiritual connotation. Earthquake is shaking. All that will be shaking will be shaking. That we shake our ministry, shake our family, our finances. Like he was saying, the person who has been sponsoring you, one day God will dry his, 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 his supply. And then you'll be left alone. Then you will learn how to trust God for every couple. It's going to come. So let's start checking. You see, there's so much you can do. So God will introduce help. And the help will be judgment. I saw one season. Everywhere my financial supply was coming, dried up. Dried up. And I've seen it. Once a supply opens, it will go for a season. Once my heart has, has latched onto it, God will close it. Teaching the heart. I am your holy supply. And I have myriads of ways to open for you. There was one who was sending me a particular, I didn't ask him, was sending me amount every month, every month, every month. Ah, I don't need plan. Every month there is a plan and a budget for that cash. Then around December, I said, ah, okay, December, this money will come in. It was that December the thing stopped. So you see how God will help us. The earthquakes is to shake. Somebody asks the Lord, when will the shaking stop? He said, when you become unshakable. Yes. No, when they change new government. It's when you become unshakable. He said, that is the only time the shaking will stop. Child of God, men of God, let's prepare for shakings. The voice you are talking about is the is to shake. We've never seen it. It's, it's going to be painful. A woman about eating, she's enjoying, she's licking ice cream. It's pain. Ah, it's pain. You don't leave those things without pain. And his help. He said, when this thing begin to happen, lift up your eyes for your salvation. Draw it now. I want to close with this. He said, you can expect to be persecuted. Even killed. I know, I was telling John, I said, see, I had to contemplate it. If they put knife on my son's neck and say deny Christ and he's, he's under torment he's under torment torment deny what will I do he's going daddy he never amen he said because of this the love of many will wax cold and many will stop following me and fall away The reason is for the gospel of the kingdom to find an environment where it can prosper. 
and God will do it. It cannot prosper where we are right now. The city life. It can't. When I mean city life, is comfort, pleasure, social media, TV, it cannot prosper. I want us to talk to the Lord. Let's start preparing our people for persecution and even death. Even Matadom, let's start preparing them because he's going to come. No matter who becomes the president. It might be even instrumental to open the door to it. So when the oh, Boko Haram, this, that, that, that. You know what the Lord told me? He said, this, election, this thing is not about the election. But what I'm looking for is the repentance of the elect. Except the elect repent. You need to know the mess we are in. The mess I am in. I have checked my life with the New Testament. It doesn't correlate. I'm sorry. The people I'm pastoring, I've checked it with the New Testament. It does not correlate. Can we talk to the Lord? Can we ask the Lord for strength? For mercy. For mercy. We need great mercy. The thing we are talking about, this gospel of the kingdom. God, mercy. Our attachments to this world. Our attachment to fame, to fortune. Our attachment to Ekapanayana. You see, it. can I say something please as we just repent? You see, this election also showed where the church is. Our attachment to a political system. That system is worldly. I'm sorry. It's tied to a political system. The same mistake the Pharisees did. They were looking for an economic messiah. If we are not count, this is a doorway that the Antichrist can enter through. Jesus' precious name. Amen.